Welcome back. It's good to see you. Hello to the YouTube and Spotify audience. Have you ever found yourself feeling physically or emotionally exhausted all the time or starting to feel extremely cynical or feeling as if nothing really matters and there's no point to do anything? I have. I have for sure. And to put a name to that feeling, what it is, is burnout. I think that we've all had varying degrees of burnout in our lives. And I wanted to share a few tools on how to identify the signs of burnout and what to do to start rekindling that flame again. Things that can cause burnout are a perceived lack of control, a perceived lack of recognition, a perceived lack of community, feeling a lack of purpose. I know for me, I cannot stand feeling like I do not have control or autonomy in my own life. And there was such a long period of time, which we're going to get into, where it just felt like life was happening to me and I was just in this reactive mode. And I was having to go with the flow, but like not in a cool way of going with the flow. But I was just reacting to whatever was happening and life was happening to me. And I think a lot of times we have that perspective when things aren't going super well. We think life is happening to us rather than beginning to recognize that, oh, this is a telltale sign that I'm starting to feel burnout in this situation. So for me, in the last five years, I've had to move seven times. Two of those were my choice. The other five were not. And I'm trying to have this sense of stability and this place of peace that I can call my own, and every time that I would start to feel that about a place, it felt like it was getting uprooted from me. And so I started to feel like no matter what I did, I would have no control over having somewhere to live. And it sucked. And having that situation occur to me over such a long period of time and so frequently, it definitely affected my mental health. It affected uh, my relationships around me. I probably wasn't the most fun person. There were in the beginning part of that five years was when a lot of the moving was happening. And I was in shambles because I just felt like the world was against me. And it wasn't until I shifted that mindset of realizing the world is not out to get me. Life just happens sometimes. And how I'm choosing to respond to it is going to be what changes what happens moving forward. But if I'm just reacting all the time rather than responding, then it's just going to continue to happen. And in order to feel some sense of stability, I had to take an inventory over what things I did have control over in my own life. I had con- I had a car, so I had control over how everything was in the car. Everything in the glove box was a certain way. Everything in the console is a certain way. It may not look like it, but in my trunk, everything is a certain way. I know exactly what's in my car. In my room that I had for whatever amount of time, I had control over, you know, what sheets were on the bed, what clothes I was going to wear that day. I had to start to have this sense of like grounding myself and feeling like I had say in my own life with the things that I did have control over. And I think that that's kind of important in that process is, okay, recognizing this is something that I do have a say in and I can have autonomy over. And so I'm going to exercise that rather than forfeiting that over because this other thing that's out of my control feels so chaotic. So for a while, my 
consistent place of peace was coffee shops or walks outside. That's where I had peace. That's where I was in charge of my environment when I came, when I left. And that's what started me on this journey that we're kind of getting into. I was so tired of being in the backseat in my own life. We have to come to this place where we become exhausted by allowing life to happen to us and blaming life for happening to us to where we begin to get into the driver's seat and start taking ownership over the things that we can in order to move forward. So in the midst of having no consistent home and feeling chaotic in that I was also feeling unrecognized at work. It was feeling like I would give everything I had, offer new ideas, all these different things, but it was just pushed to the side. And so that did not feel great either. But what I had to do in that scenario is recognize I am choosing to work here. You are choosing to work where you work. I know that you may feel like you're stuck because, yeah, I have to pay bills, but at the end of the day, you have options. If you want to work somewhere else, you can apply for another job. The worst that can happen is nothing and you try again. Eventually, you're going to get hired somewhere else in a different environment. For me, I needed to be separated from that environment because it wasn't healthy to all the other chaotic things that were going on in my life and I needed a change of scenery. I'm not saying just because you got into an argument with someone today at work, uh, changing your job. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this consistent pattern that you're seeing. For me, I was going home and I was stressed about work and there was literally nothing I could do because I was just a barista at Starbucks. I had no power to change the company infrastructure. I had no power to change what was happening with the customers, but I was stressed about it. I was having those nightmare work dreams every single day. And it was affecting me because when I was off of work, I was still thinking about work and being stressed about the next time that I would go into work. And so there was just no peace in that. So not only did I not have somewhere consistent that I was living, now I'm stressed out when I'm at work, when I'm not there. And it's just creating this cycle of chaos for myself. So the one thing that I had control over in that situation was where I was investing my time to pay my bills. And so I chose to jump ship and start working at this other place. And that other place was fantastic and it helped me so much. And I felt like I was able to reapproach my housing situation in a different way because now I had one front was taken care of. I wasn't fighting on two fronts anymore. And so I know that it is so much easier said than done. But if you are noticing this pattern for yourself with your work, find somewhere different to work. It's okay. You are not trapped there. We all have to pay bills, unfortunately. Recognize that you are choosing to work where you're working and you have the choice to go elsewhere if that if you're not feeling recognized in whatever way it is. Your happiness is not worth minimum wage. Your happiness is not worth any salary. Just like MasterCard, it's priceless. Our time on earth is too short to be miserable and feeling unrecognized in the place that we spend so much of our time each day. So again, I know easier said than done, but pull up some job applications. I'm sure that you can find something where you're going to feel recognized, where that environment 
is going to be a lot healthier for you to succeed in. Change is okay. Change can be great. I know that change is very scary, but oftentimes whenever I make big changes in my life, the thought of them is scarier than the actual thing. So we have the the suck sandwich of inconsistency in living and work, not feeling recognized for me. And on top of that, the other um, sign that you're feeling burnt out was I felt like I had no purpose. I think so many times we look to other people to define what our purpose is for us. But at the end of the day, you are the only person that can answer that question. In, in order to understand what your purpose is or define your purpose for yourself, it is a journey that you have to choose to go on. Some people, they wake up, they're born, they know exactly what they're going to do for the rest of their life from the rip. But the rest of us, we got to figure it out. And it's okay to figure it out. But I think figuring it out is important rather than just trying to allow it to come to you because it's not. It's not just going to come to you. Anyone who ever finds purpose, they've had to pursue that purpose. So I would encourage you to step out into different things and figure out what your purpose is. If tomorrow I go and babysit a bunch of dogs and I realize, oh my God, I feel so fulfilled by babysitting these dogs and I feel so much purpose in it. I wouldn't have known that where I am today sitting on this chair, but I went out and I did something and realized, wow, I feel so fulfilled in doing this and I feel so much purpose in doing this. So point being, go out and try things if you're not quite sure what is fulfilling you in the moment. What makes you feel the most alive, the most accomplished? What is standing between you and that thing? And what steps do you need to take in order to fill in that gap? For me right now, I have to work a nine to five in order to take care of my needs. But I still make sure that I set aside time to feed into my purpose that I feel that I have. And for me, I feel like my purpose is people. I feel so fulfilled when I'm able to sit down and have a good conversation with someone, hear what's going on in their life, and if they ask me, offer my advice, whatever thoughts I have, aka you and me right now, we're doing that, right? But me knowing what my purpose is has made the nine to five so much easier because now I've brought purpose into the mundane or what I saw as mundane before. Now when I'm going to work, I'm wondering, whoa, what conversation am I going to have with a customer or my coworker? Now I'm not like I'm not excited about whatever the menial task is that I'm getting paid to do at this job. What I'm so excited about is seeing where I can release my purpose with the people around me because that's what I've found and I've found working so much more fulfilling than before. I was trying to do the most with all these different things at work, but none of those were my purpose. Those are talents and things that I have, but they weren't my purpose. My purpose is people. My purpose is encouraging people, connecting people. And with that, I can copy and paste that into other areas of my life. And now with that, I find myself consistently living from the place of purpose rather than feeling aimless like I was feeling before. Because what I had found purpose in previously wasn't working anymore. And I think that sometimes that's going to happen. The thing that you found purpose in for X amount of time, it's not hitting the same way. That just means that you're growing. I think when it comes to the 
perceived lack of community, a lot of times it can be a self-inflicted thing. If we're being honest, everyone here has people in their life that love them and care for them. But are we leaning on those people or are we pushing them away? When I talk about creating an ecosystem for yourself, I'm not saying go out and find all these new people that are going to just add to you. The people that you have in your ecosystem, it starts at home base. It starts at home. It starts with the people that are around you, the friends that you already have. If you have a lot of friends that you've yet to go deep in conversation with, challenge you this week. Go a little bit deeper with that friend. Ask them some good questions about them. Begin to open that door up so that that can kind of flow. It's maybe awkward at first, but that's okay. Like you care about this person and you're showing them that by asking them good questions and you want them to invest back in you. And I feel like if someone came to me and was like, hey, I I want a deeper relationship with you, I would be extremely honored in that situation. I don't think anyone would be upset by you wanting to have a deeper connection with them. So I want to encourage you to look around the people that love and care for you. Who can I go deeper with? Who can I be more open and honest with? I've been feeling burnt out lately. Just that I don't have solutions. I've just been feeling burnt out lately. I just want to share that with you so that I'm not by myself in this process. I think that that is what it looks like to continue to cultivate that ecosystem for yourself. The people that love and care about you want actual answers from you when they ask how you're doing. I'm good. I'm fine. I feel as if for us going through this process or any of the processes previously need to exterminate that from our vocabulary. Obviously, you know when it's just kind of a surface level person asking you how you are. You're not, you know, go up to the bank teller and she asks how you are and you're going to be like, yeah, my life sucks. No, don't do that. But the people that you actually have relationship with, when they ask how you are, even if you have to pause and think about it, actually think about it. If the answer is good, then elaborate why it's good. If the answer is not that, elaborate to the degree that you feel comfortable with or push yourself a little bit past that if that's a person that you want to go deeper with but I'm good and I'm fine, I feel like are not acceptable answers if you are looking to create an ecosystem and bring people into your process. You are not meant to deal with the highs and lows of life by yourself. Cultivate community and lean into the community. We're not pushing them away anymore. We're leaning in to the people around us who love and care about us. So I touched on a few of the signs of when you're feeling burnt out shared a few experiences and thoughts that I had in that. But the question is, how do I rekindle that flame again for myself? And with what I just said, being key, you are the only person who can rekindle the flame. No one else can do that for you. Not for a sustainable amount of time. Maybe you have a new relationship and it seems exciting and everything seems great. Three months from now, you're going to be in the same position because you didn't deal with your stuff. And now this other person's involved and, you know, I'm not going to paint too much of the picture, but you have to make the choice to begin this journey for yourself. You have to recognize I'm not doing okay and that's okay, but I want to do something about it. 
And so I've diagnosed that these are the things that I'm feeling. And so now I'm going to start this journey. And I think that starting that journey looks like sitting down with yourself, quiet room, maybe a music playing lightly in the background, whatever you feel good about, and ask yourself questions. We do not ask ourselves questions enough. It feels weird, but it's so beneficial. Then go to the community that you've built and share with them what's going on. Then take the information from when you sat with yourself and when you sat with your community and process through that. Then go back to your community. Communicate what you've processed through from all of those steps and then repeat that cycle. Create a healthy cycle for yourself until you can feel like your head is above water for the first time and you're winning in this scenario. By doing this, you're putting yourself in the driver's seat again. You are way too important to allow burnout to rule your life. And going through that process, begin to connect the dots and answer the question, why? Why do I feel this way? What is the root of how I'm feeling this way? And then when you're able to establish what that root is, deal with it accordingly. I think nowadays... A lot of us love to identify what the issue is and then just kind of take that on as who we are rather than actually beginning a process of dealing with that root, uprooting it, and replacing it with something else. So I want to encourage you that you are not whatever ails you. That's something that was never intended to be a part of you, but something happened and it happens to all of us that allowed that to root itself. But I want to encourage you to begin to uproot those things. Don't just identify that there's a root there, but uproot that and replace it with something else. You are in charge of your life. And that is what it looks like to be in charge of your life. And the deeper and deeper that you go into this process, you'll begin to recognize the areas where you do have autonomy. I promise, even if it doesn't feel that way right now, you have autonomy over your life. It may just be a little bit muddy because you're being attacked on multiple fronts, but you do. Identifying one thing at a time, dealing with one thing at a time is going to be helpful instead of trying to figure them all out at one time. It's a process. It's not always going to be clean. Sometimes it's messy and that's okay. You have people around you. You have yourself. You're important. You are the most important. And you are worth going through this so that you can live at that place of fullness rather than allowing everything that's happened to you to define who you are. Another helpful tool that I found was finding where you thrive. In what areas of your life are you thriving? Find... What is working? Find where you're thriving. Lean into that. Like really lean into that. If you can only find one thing that's working in your life, lean into that thing and hang on to it. Because when it feels like everything around you is chaotic, you have that one thing to hang on to that's going to get you through to the other side of this process. And oftentimes that one thing that we can identify is going to help hold our breakthrough through feeling burnt out and begin to rekindle that flame for us. 
another huge, immensely, I cannot stress enough, huge tool to add to your tool belt is gratitude. Gratitude is not just something for Thanksgiving or around the holidays or whatever. Gratitude is a weapon because what gratitude does is it shifts your perspective. And like in the last video, I said, what we focus on, we make room for. If I am coming from a place of gratitude, now that's where my focus is. So I'm being grateful for the things that are working. I'm being grateful for the progress that I have made, no matter how big or how small. And that's where my focus is. And if I'm leaning into that, that's what is going to come back to me. But if my focus is just on negativity and me being frustrated all the time, rather than grateful for what is happening, then I'm just going to sit in my stuff for year after year after year until I want to change. Again, gratitude is a weapon. Gratitude is so important. 100%, this is not an overnight thing, but these are a few tools and steps that are going to help you on your journey. Like I said before, this is a journey that you have to consciously decide to take. You're not just going to stumble upon it. And everything, and everything that I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to from my experience and what has worked for me. I hope to add tools to your tool belt and help you along your journey. So if you made it to the end of the video, I want to give you eight gold stars. And I'm told to tell you to like and subscribe. And I would also like for you to comment, what have you done to rekindle the flame when you're feeling burnt out? How have you continued to do that? once you're, you know, through the process, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. I want to hear from you. Let me know. And until next time, 